everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I am your host, Brad, and joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. Terrence is on assignment this week. Um, my voice is hanging on for dear life this week. We don't have a question of the week this week. We're flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah, it's a different day. Like, right. This is, this is weird, man. It's Tuesday. It's a goddamn miracle I was able to resist the temptation to start playing Curse of Osiris. I mean, the only reason I didn't is because the download didn't start. Right. <laughs> so, but we're going to have a fun time. We're going we're gonna to have a good show. Uh, lots of shit came out this week. Um, we get to laugh at EA a little bit as we are wont to do. Is it me or did like last week's episode feel like it took place a year ago? Yeah, it does kind of feel... Uh... Well, it's because we didn't have shit to talk about last week, right? Yeah, and, but I like I looked at the doc and I'm like, I feel like this stuff happened so long ago. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. So, you haven't played anything new, have you? No, I haven't played anything new. You know what I was doing? I was playing Destiny, getting ready for this expansion pack, trying yeah. to trying to get, trying to farm as many legendary crystals as I possibly can. I uh I I started playing Gran Turismo Sport and then I stopped playing Gran Turismo Sport. Um, I, I I can't I didn't play enough to speak on it to give any kind of impressions, but that is not not a game for me. Yeah, you're not a sim racer, are you? I I mean I like the Gran Turismo series, but the, the way this one is designed, like you have to be a huge Gran Turismo fan to to like like we always complain about 2K being hyper complicated. Like I just want to throw up. I just want to. Throw a right, throw a right down to the way the menus are laid out. They are the most incomprehensive with the tiniest font menus that I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. And you don't like scroll them like you normally would with a menu. You have to like move a, a cursor around the screen. It's bizarre. Oh, I don't like that. No. And there's like, like and there's like like the campaign is all licensed quests and there's like 60 of them. Mm. And most of the action, like they really do just want you to play online. I'm like, I, I can't do all this shit. I can't do all this. So I deleted that shit. So I would have liked, liked to talk about it. Um, and I like I started playing Warframe just to check it out, but I didn't really play that enough to talk about it. And I downloaded Fortnite Battle Royale, but that's gonna have to wait because Destiny 2 is about to become a thing again. Yeah. Um Real quick, housekeeping, if you uh, have not signed up for premium content, do us a favor and go to densepixels.com slash premium. Sign up today for just $5 a month or $50 for the entire year so that you get access to our premium slate of shows, which includes the Area of Grievances, uh, Jay and Micah's Seinfeld-themed podcast, the Look Forward Political podcast, usually starring Jay and Andy. You can check out the first hour of that every week for free on a separate feed. Uh, no Time to Bleed, our monthly action movie podcast, and The Men with the Golden Tongues, uh, Micah and myself's James Bond long-form movie review podcast. So again, $5 a month, $50 for the whole year. Um, densepixels.com slash premium. Uh, you also get weekly video episodes in the Interpocalypse podcast as part of that as well. And then if you have not been to our YouTube channel, that is youtube.com slash densepixels. Uh, while you're there, hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell icon if you want to get notifications for when we do post new videos. Uh, you get this podcast in video format every single week on that channel. You also get Let's Plays. Um, you also get uh, any game reviews that we do. Uh, I'm sure I will have some Curse of Osiris stuff uh, up this week as well. One can count on that. 
this week, new releases. There's actually for a for a December release date. There are quite a few games that are coming out this week or expansions. Um, Steep Roads the Olympics, a new expansion for Steep is releasing. I did not. I did not know that game came out. Uh, that game came out last year. Last year? Are you serious? Like yeah. 2016? Yeah. Wow. I did not. And now it's getting an expansion. That is that game was absolutely not on my radar whatsoever. I think it did. I mean, I guess it did well enough if they decided to do an expansion for it. I don't know anyone that plays it. So yeah. I, wow. Yeah. Literally last year. Yeah. December second. Like it's been out <laughs> for an entire year. And you can and and you can get like a complete collection that has the base game and the expansion at retail stores. Um, speaking of complete editions, Horizon Zero Dawn complete edition released today that has both the main game and the Frozen Wilds DLC included for forty nine ninety nine. If you somehow missed Horizon, I would definitely recommend getting that. Uh, Dead Rising Four Frank's Big Package released on PlayStation Four. Uh, of course, it was exclusive on Xbox One for a year, and now it is out on PlayStation with all of the downloadable content uh, that is available for the game. That that game series is overrated. Uh, yes, it is. I've never played one before, yeah. and I never really felt the need to. Don't bother. It's very overrated. Oh, I'm not you going know what to. It, it's, it's American Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. That sounds about right. And then uh, The Walking Dead, a Telltale series collection. So this is the first three uh, Walking Deads, and I'm assuming 400 days, compiled into one collection. It seems weird calling this a series collection, though, considering that they're going to release a fourth and final season um, at some point next year. But hey, there you go. So if you missed all The Walking Dead Telltale games, you can check those out. Oh, I did start playing uh, Batman Season 2. And the first episode, uh, first episode was pretty cool. Um, they got you at the end, like they always do. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Said Amanda Waller coming up, coming up beside you and dropping a bomb on you. You're just like, whoa, shit! Like, what the fuck's gonna happen now? Man, I got to get back into that series because I, I, I really liked, uh, I really liked. Uh, I've only played one episode of the first. It's season. the fir- the first season is so much fun, and like I said, so like the first episode of the second season was really was really good some major things happen in this se- in this first episode of the second season all right for sure i gotta get into it um on the digital side uh playstation released their playstation plus games for the month of december uh it's a lackluster offering i gotta say uh headlined by dark siders 2 the definitive edition for playstation 4 uh kung fu panda Showdown of Legendary Legends is also free. So I think that the makers of Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition, they named it that just to troll people with a lisp. <laughs> well, it's I mean, the, the, the first one the first one is called the Warmastered Edition, if you remember. Which doesn't make sense. Not at all. <laughs> what Not is all. a Warmaster? Like Warmat Remastered? Okay. Uh, yeah. But Warmat, no. You might as well. It would have made more sense to call it uh, Darksiders War. What is it good for? Edition. Um, if you like the name, Micah, you'll also enjoy the PlayStation blog post where they say it is instantly playable and sure to make this a Deathcember to remember. Uh, uh, okay. 
how that how that wasn't the name of an ECW pay per view back in the day, I'll never know. Um, <laughs> on, on PlayStation Three, you also get the Siberia Collection and X Blaze Lost Colon Memories um, for free as well. And um, I didn't post in the show notes. There's a Polygon did a pretty good comprehensive look at both the free games that PlayStation offered this year and that Xbox offered this year. Um, and kind of and and really kind of broke them down comprehensively in terms of how much value, Metacritic scores. They broke down month by month. They compared the two, so it's it's pretty cool. Check it out if you get a chance. Um, for that, uh, the Destiny Two Curse of Osiris expansion releases today as well. Um, you'll hear a little bit more about that later. Look, I don't normally put themes in the release section because why the fuck would you? Um, but there's a new PlayStation 4 theme that's coming out tomorrow, which does bear mentioning because basically this company in cooperation with Sony is made a theme that mimics the PlayStation 2 menu um, with sounds and everything. And that's it looks pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. It's very neat. Um, it's three bucks. I'm probably going to buy it because I'm a sucker. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's that's coming out this week. Also, uh, an expansion for The Surge called A Walk in the Park. I'm surprised that game is getting expansion, but that's cool for fans of the surge. Um, I had in time a 3D platformer that many folks have been looking forward to. Uh, critically praised coming out on both PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, Hello Neighbor. This is a stealth horror game um, with a very strange aesthetic. I think it's been available on Steam. It's coming out on Xbox One. Um, basically, the game learns how you play it and works against you against your specific tendencies. So like if you sneak in the same window every time, then it'll put a trap there Oh, that's in, in future times and stuff like that. So the game kind of adapts to how you, to your play style and forces you to do different stuff. It looks pretty cool. Um, like I said, the aesthetic is goofy as shit. It's, you're basically playing as, as someone trying to break into your neighbor's house to see what he's got hiding in his basement. See, this is what independent games need to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like this is, this is a fresh idea and it, it, has a unique art style and a cool concept. Like this is what this is what they need to do, right? Like they don't need to just have a bunch of pixelated squares shooting at another bunch of pixelated squares while pixelated squaring from left to right. You know what I mean? Now Micah says this, but he's not going to buy Hello Neighbor. No, 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 no. Yeah, why not at all? No. But no. I, I will give I will give praise to credit where credit is due. Credit where it is due. That is that's a cool concept, man. And uh, the entire Jack and Daxter series, including Jack X Combat Racing, is releasing on PlayStation 4 as well. And then a uh, pretty big new game announcement uh, from Capcom, of all people, yesterday. Uh, Mega Man 11 coming in late 2018. Did you see the trailer? Yeah, yeah. I saw the... Because um, everyone kept talking about Mega Man 11, Mega Man 11. So I said, all right, let me look at this trailer. and. Um, you know the uh, the little thumbnail for the trailer is just a random clip hmm. from the video, so I'm like, "Oh, all right, well, it's another eight bit Mega Man game." Uh, but then I actually watched the entire thing, and yeah, it's like, "Hey, Mega Man finally got a makeover after 30 years." Yeah, some people aren't digging the 2.5D. I'm fine with it. I think people just aren't digging it because they think it looks too much like Mighty Number no. Nine. 
Well, I mean, I mean that's what a two point five D Mega Man is going to look like. Is like yeah. my number nine. So what are you going to do? <laughs> um, it looks cool. Uh, looks like a Mega Man game, which is exactly what you want. One one of the cool things with this is not only does his color change when he equips a new power, but his actual the, the entire appearance will change that's of cool. Mega Man, which is interesting. Um, and coinciding along that, uh, both Mega Man Legacy collections are coming to Nintendo Switch uh, sometime in twenty eighteen, and then there's also going to be a Mega Man X collection um with all eight Mega Man x titles that's coming to all platforms wow as well there were eight of those things i know right yeah there really was i think six of them came out on snes and then seven and eight came out on playstation oh there was no way i played those matter of fact i think i only played the first two i mean they used to churn like those Mega Man games used to come out once every year or two basically wow so I, it's it's just hard to remember because only the only a couple of them really stick out you know yeah so but uh good on capcom um going in I, i'm actually shocked that mega man 11 is happening I, I never would have expected them to continue continue on with that franchise yeah yeah they kind of they kind of left it high and dry but they need to do something right i mean yeah. oh see. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's a good point um so we will go right into headlines um pub g the phenomenon that has swept the gaming world in 2017. Uh, they're developing a mobile version for some reason hmm. for, ch- for a Chinese audience. I don't know. Um, they Tencent, who's the publisher, promises a similar experience on mobile as on PC. So they say similar in terms of like the feeling that you get from playing it, right? Because I can't imagine. <laughs> that uh that the actual human machine interface will feel anything like playing a pc version of this game oh one can't imagine that at all so so, so it does curious it, it is going to be curious to see what this is i mean this is not a game that needs a mobile edition i don't think no how about how about the game come out first <laughs> <laughs> i mean how about the game be a game first this, this i mean are you? Are we ever going to see a game that's not officially released that sold twenty million copies? I, I hope not. Like PUBG has. I, I I hope not because I don't like the fact that this has sold so much. Like, like what are we telling people? Right? Like, like if you just kind of not necessarily half-ass your way through it, but if you just like procrastinate and take your time and like eventually. I would want to finish it, right? Well, I mean, there's it's not like there's a story. Oh, you mean like as the developer? Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. You don't want to work like work on a game indefinitely. I don't know. I think they might. <laughs> but what but what what does finishing that game mean? Like that's the thing. Like like th- that game is in such a state of flux all the time like they're constantly adding new features to it like where do you stop like when do you when do you say okay that's that's it yeah and then what happens to your audience for you that's that's a curious it's a curious uh case here well yeah it's PUBG. Mean, whatever they're doing they're making a lot of money doing it so that's also true <laughs> look i can't blame them if they want to if this thing look keep doing what you're doing because you're making a ton of money well, especially like again, the mobile version they're really targeting the Chinese market with. So, yeah, uh, all right, whatever. Forget that. That's that's we just, just we just need to be able to print money from this one game, apparently. So, 
Um, so moving on from there. So PlayStation is attempting to do well, actually. So I should say attempted because an update to the story says that they have shut the program off because they filled their, the allocation of it. They did a program where you could, you could, um, contact them and they would send you a PlayStation VR bundle to try at home. Um, basically you give them a credit card. Uh, they put a hold on your credit card. And then they mail you a PlayStation VR. Um, they gave you the Skyrim bundle, which came comes with everything, basically, plus Skyrim. And uh, basically, you can either decide um, within 10 days you can return it. Um, or if 10 days goes by and you don't return it, then you keep it. And then Sony charges you for the rest of the rest of it. And that's it. Hmm. And it was only $2.99 for this bundle just to, uh, as, just to let you know the Skyrim bundle at retail is $450. Wow. So this was a pretty big discount um, if you decided to keep the VR. Uh, they only opened the promotion up to 1,400 participants, and I'm assuming they hit that quota pretty pretty quickly. But what do you think about uh, trial servicing the PlayStation VR? Uh, I think it is a I think it's a great idea, actually. I think it's um, I think it's you gotta the only way to explain VR is to show people VR like they have to physically do it you know because if you look at someone wearing that thing you look stupid right like my wife said we're not getting that in this house because <laughs> that's one more thing that eventually you're not going to play and you look dumb doing it but for for people like me I'm I've never experienced VR and I I I can't imagine everyone says it's great but until I do it, I can't really see myself getting into it. So, but if you are on the fence, this is an excellent deal. I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's something you can only do with experimental technology like this. Not really experimental, but like technology that is clearly in its infancy and you need people to latch onto it because if, you, if they don't, like this thing is going to be, uh, 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 it's going to go the way of the plastic instrument, mm. in my opinion. I, I just don't, I just don't see it happening. I don't see anybody clamoring for these things. And yeah, this is the best way to to get people to to actually try one. I think the biggest problem it has is they don't do a good job marketing the games for it, considering that the games library is primarily on the PlayStation store. Like there are very few retail releases. It's getting better because especially Bethesda seems to be supporting it whole hog. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the biggest problem is that there's just aren't, there don't appear to be a lot of games that are available for it, even though there are quite a few games that are available for it, yeah. but they, but there, but people don't see that because there's a disconnect between, you know, going to buy the PlayStation VR unit in a store and, you know, downloading the you know checking out the PlayStation store on your console. So, I think that's where they're suffering the most. Um this is a smart idea. I could see them running this program again, especially if the success rate for this one was pretty high. Um I'm getting that Doom VR soon cuz I think they're sending me a code for it. I got to try that when yeah. that happens and I'll yeah. re I'll report back <laughs> see if I did not vomit all of myself <laughs> playing it. Um 
Yeah, but I'm very yeah. interested for that because Doom is very silky smooth and and it is a it is a locked sixty frames per second. I'm very very curious. Like there were people who couldn't deal with one of those Hobbit movies because they were forty eight frames per second on a big screen. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I'm very curious to see and and to see if to see your experience with that particular game. We'll see. Because like I said, Gran Turismo did not uh, was not a great experience. And that was only one race. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Um, but yes, that was that was what PlayStation tried and uh, looks pretty cool. And I realized that I linked the same story twice. <laughs> so I will quickly ad lib and find the actual story that I'm looking for. Actually, fuck it. I don't even need that shit. So Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, as part of their December update, I'm assuming you have to have the season pass to get this stuff. Uh, Nightmare difficulty mode, a horde mode of some kind, and chocobos. Chocobos? Chocobos. Like, are they real chocobos? Or? Yeah. I mean, part. I guess this is part of the, the quid pro quo between Ubisoft and Square. Because we <laughs> saw Assassin's Creed shit show up in Final Fantasy 15. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So this is this is the reciprocating end of it. Um, I don't know how the fuck a horde mode would work. Um, Assassin's Creed. There's um there is a uh, coliseum that there's a, two coliseums that you can uh, partake in, and um, there waves of enemies come at you, and you and the coliseum is filled with certain traps, so you kind of have to kind of have to avoid the traps you can get your enemies in the traps but you have to kill your enemies and yeah at first maybe three guys will come out then uh six guys will come out then six more three regular guys three heavy guys then uh six guys and lions will come out so it is it, uh, is it fun it's i mean if you like the combat mm. and the combat is is very different from what it used to be um it's all right it's fine i can see people getting into it the thing that's not fun in assassin's creed for me anyway is those chariot races those ben-hur style chariot races they stink (laughs) they're they're terrible you wait 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 wait. you mean to tell me (laughs) that a shoehorned in vehicle section of an assassin's creed game is subpar it is indeed subpar here's how subpar it is i enjoy the naval battles in assassin's creed origins more than i do the chariot races there are naval battles in assassin how does that work (laughs) so you get to play as another character um, Uh intermittently and they do not overstay their welcome those those naval battles but all that character does that character is on a ship and that character is going traveling from Egypt to like Rome or something like that, and they're being attacked, and you have to take out enemy ships along the way. It's what do, what do you use to fight the ships? Like a sling? <laughs> they have they have uh they have basically fire bombs. They have fire bombs and flaming arrows. That's what uh that's what they use. It sounds like a bunch of nonsense. And 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 battering rams. You can that you can you can ram your you can ram the other ship. That's that's pretty much it. Hmm. 
So apparently there's gonna be a new uh a new post release boss battle as well. Apparently there's uh, there's a bunch of gods in Assassin's Creed that you can fight. As yeah, well. they had um they had one uh they had one thing where you fought this you had the opportunity to fight this like big ass big ass god right like mm-hmm. because it's it's ancient Egypt then they deal with all the they deal with the gods of the zodiac but like the Egyptian zodiac or some right. shit I, I don't know but um, there was one event where you could where you could fight one of those things. So, and it it seems like they're going to be bringing that stuff back. Okay. It seems, I mean, it does seem cool. They do seem to be putting a fair amount of quality content in the game, especially compared to previous Assassin's Creed titles. Yeah, but you got to pay for some of that too. You you better believe you're going to have to pay uh, a pretty penny for that chocobo. Oh yeah. I mean, you don't think that stuff's part of the season pass though, if you bought the gold edition. Oh, maybe, maybe. But I don't know because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of weapons that you can buy with real money that you don't need, but they're there. Um, there there's a lot of stuff that you can buy with real money that I don't think you get with the season pass. I I don't know I didn't buy the season pass, but um, the game is fun and I'm glad they're supporting it. They should be supporting it. They spent all this time making it, and it's good. That's good. Been a good year for Ubisoft, actually, so far this year. Um, also, the division decided to release an update today as well. For <laughs> their game seems seems ill timed. Right? Is it is it the 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 curse of the O'Leary? <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, in headlines, um, a clever streamer uh, got a twenty four hour account ban on Twitch. <laughs> for being for gaming the system and being too smart so this this guy adrian lester um he's from the u.s and he he was streaming uh the most recent ufc pay-per-view that happened this weekend now people do that shit on twitch all the time the streams get taken down pretty quickly because their algorithm sniffs them out and and takes them down however what this guy did is while the pay-per-view is going on he sat like on screen and pretended like he was playing like like he was playing UFC the video game while the while the while the actual and he broadcast he streamed the entire the entire pay-per-view and got away with it didn't didn't get his thing taken down at all that's pretty funny man yeah that's that's pretty damn funny like people people will find a way to game a system and uh look that's clever man that's clever that guy's doing the lord's work <laughs> I don't want to pay to watch any UFC fight. Like I'll watch it, but I don't want to pay, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy dollars for it. That's pretty funny though. That's man. just pretty fucking funny. <laughs> I ain't mad at him. Because <laughs> who the fuck would think to do that shit? Right. You can tell he grew up poor, man. Because when you grow up poor, necessity is the mother of invention, and you just gotta figure some shit out. And and he wanted to he wanted to and he wanted to help his people out. He wanted to help all his all his uh all his twitchers or whatever they whatever the fuck they're called followers. And I'm also glad that Twitch uh didn't come down to him too hard. Twenty four hour ban, okay. Right, because it's like that's, uh, it's, I, I say that's worth the all the notoriety that he uh that he got. Right, Twitch is like game respects game. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> so I thought that shit was pretty funny. 
Uh, that's cool. All right. Well, uh, don't forget while you are holiday shopping, uh, it's getting close. It's getting close. Make sure you do you use our Amazon link. That is densepixels.com slash Amazon for any gifts that you buy for anybody, big or small. Uh, the reason you should do that is because you pay the same price, but we get a small percentage of the sale, which helps us pay for overhead costs like equipment hosting things we need to keep podcast running and keep it free so again densepixels.com slash amazon uh we appreciate all of you guys that have used our link and that continue to use it on a regular basis we love you and uh if you haven't used it give it a try it's real easy first up uh let's talk about destiny so it is tuesday and uh the six or so gig patch should be downloaded on my machine. Uh, so I'm ready. And um, the Curse of the Osiris uh, first expansion pack came out. Also, uh, a bunch of updates. Uh, uh, and we're going to run over, we're going to go over a couple of these. So what happened, by the way, is they were supposed to, they were supposed to do the third, like, Curse of Osiris preview stream last week. And things were boiling over with the community so much between like the XP controversy and just like general malaise about the game in general, about like where the state of the game was. And the problem, the problem that Bungie's had is they've been kind of silent about a lot of this stuff. Mm. And I guess they felt like they needed to just lay it on the table and, and just let everyone know what's going on. So they were, so they released this blog post that we're going to go over. Um, also, if you're a big fan, I would highly recommend they released a new episode of the Bungie podcast where they go over a lot of the stuff uh, in depth. They also talk about the XP controversy. Um, and that, that was a lot of good information in that. And I would definitely say to check that out if you want to get even more detail about the stuff that we're going to talk about right now. Because that, because that, because on the podcast they they go into the why, like here's why this thing takes so long to, you know, fix and like he, like they talk about how even though like for us it looks like a simple issue that they just need to like flip a switch and fix on their side it's actually there there's a lot of hoops to jump through with certain things, and isn't that always the case, right? Like people are like people people who aren't a quarterback like well why don't you just do this right like, like like the one the one that they brought up is that everyone bitches all the time like the vault is too small we need more vault spaces and they're like sure we could put out an update real quick that increased the vault space but what if you know when we put that update out all the shit that's in your vault just disappears right you then you'd I mean? be fucking pissed <laughs> right. right like <laughs> well why didn't you just protect it what right <laughs> Like, like, uh, uh, people who people who tell other people how to do their jobs with no rhyme or reason. And look, we all do it, right? We all do it. Oh, I, I do it every week on the Narpocalypse, right? Oh, well, this is the why don't they just do this for a movie? And then, like, <laughs> we're geniuses. No, we're not. We were fucking geniuses. We'd be in Hollywood making money, right? But we recognize it, whereas most of you people out there don't. Anyway, here are the updates coming uh, in December. Uh, a new system and rewards to give the most engaged players additional optional pursuits, including a new weapon tier called Masterworks, which will feature stat trackers, uh, random re-rollable stat bonuses, ding, 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 um, unique item tooltips, and uh, detailed screens, um, improved vendor rewards, and adding ornaments that grant visual 
uh, little visual cues and and all that cool stuff to your to your guardian. Uh, the vendor rewards is a huge deal because they're finally letting you purchase set items directly from vendors with shards and tokens. Yes, thank God, including from Lord Saladin for yes. Iron Banner. Yes. Thank God, because the random number generator that has always existed in Destiny is, in fact, a racist. Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't give me what I want. You know how long it took me? I wanted to get a full set of that uh, ghillie suit outfit for my hunter. Mm-hmm. And I finally got it. And it, it took me it took me like a week of just nonstop. Like, that's the only game that I've been playing this week. Because I you want know, to get it. Just, I'll just wait till you get to the Zero update. You're gonna pray, pray to the heavens. <laughs> uh, better incentives for players who complete challenging prestige activities. Um, that's gonna be for a January update. Uh, better rewards and replay value for strikes, adventures, and lost sectors. Uh, including now, they've only announced this for the Osiris expansion specifically, but I would imagine it's going to come to the regular stuff, including heroic adventures and heroic lost sectors. Do you play well. any of those? What heroic uh, the adventures? Yeah, I need to because that's where a lot of the lore is in the game. Um, the pro- so the reason that I didn't do a lot of adventures during the game is because the rewards. Right. Kind of bullshit. Right. Hey, here's a green. What? Right. Like, I don't need that right now. Here's a blue. What the fuck am I going to do with that? You know what I mean? So, like, so, yeah, I didn't I didn't do it throughout the game because I didn't want to get distracted. And I just haven't felt compelled to go back and do them before. But I heard I keep hearing that the stories that the little mini stories that you get during them are fucking awesome. Hmm. So I want to do it for for the lore standpoint. The lost sectors are really useless at this point. Yeah, so I mean, having heroic versions of those will be a welcome, uh, welcome addition. I wonder how that's going to work because you just kind of enter a lost sector. Like there isn't like a, uh, there isn't like a queuing up point. They could do it like the, um, they could treat it like the public events where there's like a trigger that you have to do in the lost sector that might be like a hidden thing. Uh, yes. And then, and then once you do that trigger, um, it'll it, it'll jack up the difficulty for the rest of it. But then you'll get better rewards at the end. That would be nice. That would be very nice. Uh, private matches for the Crucible. Uh, they're still targeting that for 2018. Um, they're and, also ranked, and ranked PvP next yeah, year. Ranked PvP. Which is something that everyone's been asking for forever. Which I don't know why it wasn't there in the first place. See, I just did it. I just did what I was complaining <laughs> to other people about, right? Well, why don't you just turn it on? Like, I just did it. Um, crucible tuning, like adjusted supremacy scoring and better spawning rules. Um, I, I do hope they go back to the old style of supremacy scoring. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it was cool. I, I, I don't know. Um, better incentives for completing crucible matches and penalties for quitting in competitive games. Um, do you play a lot of competitive games? Uh no, actually I don't because I don't have I don't typically roll with the clan. Yeah, I don't, those. Uh, I, I've played uh I've played two on my Titan and two on my Hunter, and that's it. We do need to get off our ass and actually attempt trials one of these weekends. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm game. And I'm, I mean uh, Amir can drag us to, to success. Yeah. He did uh he helped us out last time. Help us out again. 
and and let me promise not to speak ill of Florida. <laughs> Continued improvements to Iron Banner and Faction rallies, including uniqueness of rewards. So the next Iron Banner and Faction rally will introduce improvements in both of these areas. Um, details to follow. Uh, changes made. Changes to make the mod economy more interesting and impactful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So the changes they're making to the mod economy. So Banshee will now have a selection that will rotate every day of specific mods that are available. Good. So if you need the kinetic mod for your yeah. kinetic weapons, Thank you. <laughs> you can buy them from him. They'll cost a little bit more than a random roll would, obviously. But the other best part about it is that you can now break down your blues, your blue mods, and there's a chance, it won't happen every time, but there's a chance that they will give you legendary mod equipped parts as well. Oh, thank So that God. you can trade those in too. Thank God. To help, to help pay for that shit. Because all the farming and breaking down and... and, uh, and converting and, and, and all this stuff. and converting and all that nonsense and... So just, yeah. just, just to get yet another Paragon mod for my chest armor. <laughs> right. Yet another solar mod for for an energy weapon. Oh shit! Yeah, because that's all I want, right? I just want that. I just want that kinetic, uh, that kinetic mod. That's it, man. That's it, and maybe some stability because I roll with auto rifles all the time, so I need a lot of stability. Um. Ongoing improvements to exotics, including adjustments to reduce instances of duplication. Yeah. I'd rather just have no exotic uh, engram spawn than to get yet another uh, uh, of those lion grenades. Oh, but they made, but they improve fighting lion. Does more yeah. damage now. They better. <laughs> still bullshit. It's still stupid, but that's fine. Uh, new ways to spend surplus currency and materials. Um, players will be able to spend their tokens and legendary shards on a vendor inventory. And Zer will have new items as well. Will Zer ever? So Zer has two new things that he's going to be packing every single week. Uh, first is three of coins is coming back. Uh, it is not stackable. It now like you put it, it works like a fire team medallion now where you put one on it lasts for four hours. Uh, but it basically increased the chances of your of exotics dropping for shit that you do. So that's what three of coins is gonna do. However, the thing that Micah will appreciate more than anybody is that once a week per account, you will be able to buy a faded engram for the high, high price of 97 legendary shards but that faded engram will guarantee you to get an exotic that you do not already own yes in your collection good so i can finally build up this collection stop getting a collection of the i have like four merciless fusion rifles i mean i have two i i break them down now when i get them like i don't use fusion rifles i'll keep one but whatever i don't need this um, the blog post goes on and details things like, uh, what the masterwork of a weapon will, what the masterwork of a weapon is, um, weapons, uh, legendary weapons, uh, can be upgraded to masterwork versions, which basically track and display the number of kills and, and, uh, for that particular weapon. And this is cool too, because if you get a, um, so like these will drop randomly amongst your legendaries now. And so when you get them, 
you can either keep it or later on if you get another like you can like break it down and it'll give you like a masterwork token that you can apply towards one of your other legendaries yeah so you can keep so you you can even use the stuff that you already have and 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 upgrade it that way yeah as well so that's that's just a a taste of this december update um i'm very interested in uh getting digging into this story do you have any idea like how many missions there are like is it I don't know. Ex- it's so I don't know exactly how many missions it is. However, in looking at preview coverage for it, um, a streamer that I watch said it is meaty. Like he's like, don't expect it to be as short as like Dark Below and and uh, House yeah. of Wolves were. Was it uh, all right? Wow! If it's not as short as those, he said. He, he said it's not. It's not quite as long as the Destiny campaign, Destiny Two campaign, but it is definitely more robust than than the than the other small expansions that have released before. I'm perfectly fine with it not being as long as the Destiny Two campaign. Yes, it it uh, it became a chore the third time I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's longer than uh, if it's longer than the uh, the what was it? The Iron Iron Lord or some shit like that? The, the Rise of Iron. Rise yeah, that was Iron. also like five missions and done. So. Yeah, it was. It was. You were. I, you could finish that in in less than an hour. So a couple other um, couple other details. Um, and so by the way, some of these updates will be available now. Some of them will be available next week. Um, Master Raul will have legendary engrams that he will give you for shards now. Um, Paralyx will sell gift consumables that you can use during strikes or crucibles that will grant rewards to everybody in that activity, friend or foe <laughs> alike, which can be anything from like more faction tokens to a round of exotics for everybody <laughs> in the match, which would be fucking silly. <laughs> um, here's a nice quality of life change. Vendors will only beckon you to hand in reputation tokens when you have enough to actually pop an engram. Oh, really? Yeah, which will actually... Di- so they'll disappear from your map if you just have like one or two that you can hand in. Oh, good. So basically, nice. so basically, you got to have 20 of them before, they'll, before they're like, hey, come and come and yes. talk to me. So yeah, so like, this, this updates a lot of quality of life improvements, which are welcome. Um, the, the reaction from the hardcore community has been mixed to be like, hey, this is a good start to some people be like, well, I don't really think... I don't see what this fixes, blah, 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 that sort of thing. I like most of the stuff that they that they've rolled out here. Yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, I, I don't know. I'm beyond complaining. I'm too old to be complaining. About yeah, it like this. I, we are. We're all too old to be complaining about this shit. But but a bunch of but a bunch of free quality of life updates. Like, all right, if they were charging you for the shit that you want, then you would complain about it. And plus, we have a whole new expansion to to dig yeah. into. Yeah, people people talk a lot of shit. They'll 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 be they'll be on, they'll be on. They'll beat the they'll beat the expansion in, how however long it takes to beat it, and then they'll complain again. So, anyway, speaking of uh, complaining, let's talk about EA. So apparently, Electronic Arts stock price has been taking a bit of a beating, uh, and many uh, financial analysts attribute that to the clusterfuck debacle that was the Star Wars Battlefront 2 
loot box controversy. Um, one financial analyst, Michael Patcher, said, I'm quite confident that this debacle will influence EA's future behavior mm. when it comes to microtransactions. Um, maybe. Maybe oh, they'll, maybe, they'll maybe they'll do what they did with this and just not have it for a little bit and then turn it back on. Why don't you did just you, turn it back on? Did you see um what UFC three is gonna look like? No. Oh. Oh. So <laughs> you can you can upgrade every aspect of your fighter with guess what? Cards. Yo. Cards to make your fighter better. Want to get a better punch? Want to punch a little bit better, Micah? Here's some cards. And if you don't have enough in-game currency to buy some cards, yo, fuck. Oh, yeah, they learn nothing. They learn nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, USC I mean, is probably a little far far into yeah. the into the queue at All this right. point. All to right. just to just blow it up. Well, why don't they just turn that feature off, though? Why don't they just turn it off? <laughs> but still, um, yeah, so apparently they lost, um, their their stock price dropped about $10 a share, uh, which is about $3 billion in, in market cap. Jesus. Now, to be fair, the stock is still sitting $25 a share higher than it was a year ago. Yeah. So this, you know, the insanely, this insanely rich company just got a little bit less insanely rich, but they're still insanely rich. Yeah. But still costing a company 3 billion, 10% of their, of their market cap is not an insignificant thing. It's enough to make, to give a company pause, I would think. Right. Yes. What I, what I don't like is statements from Blake Jorgensen. There's a white name if I've ever heard one in my entire life <laughs> saying stuff like saying stuff like, quote, the reality is there's different types of players in games. Some people have more money than time and some people have more time than money. And you always want to balance those two. Fuck off, dude. Basically saying <laughs> we want to make sure that we can we can uh, we can let people pay their way into progress if they want to to save them time. And look, if this is like. If this is like a one player game or something like that, I, I, I'm a K, little K, more K, K, sera, sera. Right. I'm a, I'm a little more lenient with it. But if it's a fighting game, what could you imagine if Capcom was like, hey, you want to do that red fireball? Do not, do not give them any ideas. <laughs> Those fuckers are already charging ten dollars for a fucking stage already. I don't need them doing like custom We'll call them ornaments for lack of a better term on yeah. characters. You want uh you want that other V trigger? You gotta yeah. buy them a la carte. <laughs> so this this isn't the last we're gonna hear of Blake Jorgensen in this podcast. No, we've got one more uh Blake Jorgensen quote. So EA is their explanation for why these, these fucking guys for why Battlefront 2 their loot boxes don't focus on cosmetic items, right? Which don't really do anything, right? Like Destiny, their loot boxes are cosmetic. Um Overwatch, their loot boxes are cosmetic. 
this motherfucking Blake Jorgensen, chief financial officer at EA, said that it's not quite so simple in referring to why they don't just have cosmetic uh, uh, changes for characters in their Star Wars Battlefront games. He, this motherfucker said, well, we want to stay true to the Star Wars canon and keep the realism in Star Wars. This is the weakest ass fucking excuse I've ever heard in my entire life. I, I read this and I was just like, like my eyes could not roll in my head fast enough. And there's two major reasons why using the Star Wars canon as a reason why we can't have customization items in loot boxes instead of progression items falls flat. First of all, Star Wars Battlefront, I don't know if you know, Micah, in the multiplayer is a game where you can have fantasy matchups that are never possible within the Star Wars canon, like being able to have Rey and Emperor Palpatine fighting on, on the streets of Naboo. We're having Darth Maul fighting up against Han Solo on planet Hoth. Right. <laughs> I don't think those are Star Wars canon very much. And the other reason why it's such a load of shit is because Star Wars Battlefront 1 had customization features in it that you could customize the appearances of the different characters. Cosmetically, by the way. Oh my god. Um Blake Jorgensen <laughs> looks like Eli Manning if Eli Manning was like an executive. Like he's got a perpetual dumb look on his face in every image that I see of him. And and that, the thing that kills me is that the quote that he that he throws throws out there to defend this is that style of argument that throws out like the most extreme case possible to make your point. Right. Cause he's like, he's like Darth Vader in white probably doesn't make sense versus in black. Not to mention, you probably don't want Darth Vader in pink either. No offense to pink, but I don't think that's right in the canon. Yeah. Like we're not talking about fucking Darth Vader in pink. You idiot. Right dummy like, like we're talking about maybe different helmets for your stormtrooper or your rebel trooper or you know pick whatever you know grunt do. like I'm, no one's saying you have to customize the heroes in the game <laughs> and, it, and and by the way if you do have a pink darth vader skin who gives a flying fuck who gives a shit you know why because darth vader isn't real guys <laughs> darth vader you can make darth darth vader uh, he could wear the, the goddamn Dusty Rhodes suit, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> the bad one. Yeah, man. Like, fuck, who cares, man? Who cares? Like, that's part of the fun, right? Like, to make it your own. That's how you get people attached to something. You know what I mean? I, this guy. Fuck this guy, man. Jorgensen. I gotta tell you, like, and, and I'm not normally one to... To, to shit on a company widespread over a couple of misguided sins. But EA has really done their damnedest to try my patience this year. <laughs> and Mike, I have to tell you that in, in the past couple of weeks, it has even dampened 
my enthusiasm to play my beloved FIFA. <laughs> Even. <laughs> well, FIFA is such a corrupt organization. I don't know. I don't know how the hell. It, it's a corrupt organization that has a video game from a stupid-ass company. I won't call EA corrupt, but I will call them uh, uh, every other name in the book. I, I mean, you're right. Like, I remember, I remember back in the day, man, EA, like, they were one of the pillars, man. They were one of the pillars, and I just... Like who the hell is Ubisoft? Like EA? Like that's that's what you want to? Nah, man. And we used to shit on Ubisoft, and, and like I said, Ubisoft's on the upswing. Yeah, man. They're on the rebound. Wow. So they're, they're getting people's good graces. Tables have turned. The tables have indeed turned. EA, but, but like they, it is literally to a point where like I'm looking down the road to Anthem, and I'm kind of, I kind of, like, I'm not into it. Right? I'm not I don't into know. It. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to be buying all these cards to upgrade, you know, my character in Anthem. <laughs> I don't know if that's something that I want to do. Oh man. I just uh yeah, I I just it makes you sad, doesn't it? It's yeah, it does. That that does. That, that that their taint is over their entire brand. It's it's like uh it's like a a, a washed up movie star, you know, trying to come back and and do one more run. Like, oh, we've got we've got one more in the sky. Like, no, man. Nah, you got too greedy. You got too greedy, man. You you were you were living the high life in the 90s, right? And you were you were snorting coke off of hookers' asses and shit. And then you kept getting too greedy. You get you you, you were snorting your own supply. And can, and can can you imagine how greedy you have to be to be greedy in the video games industry? <laughs> The level, the level of greed that's necessary to for people to be like, yo, you're being too greedy, <laughs> too greedy. I mean, 2K got fucking lit up for how they rolled out. Like they have to be the happiest motherfuckers in the barn right now. Yeah, it was like, man, like fucking. Oh, I was like, man, he took all the <laughs> took all that heat and just moved it right over there, and now we're just sitting pretty, collecting our VC money, hand over fist. <laughs> Said Activision too. Said Destiny Yo, too. Remember, Active, remember when Activision was literally the de- like they literally called Bobby Kotick the devil, but they still are. It's just that they're just like, <laughs> yeah, we're the devil. It's fine. Like it's, but here's all these games. I mean, here's Blizzard stuff, and here's Destiny, and, and here's Call of Duty. We're terrible, but look, look at these games. People are like, yeah, you're pretty bad, but at least I know you're bad. <laughs> Oh, he about fucking Blake Jorgensen's over here. Be like, well, we don't want Darth Vader in pink now, do we? That's why we <laughs> tie your level progression behind all breaker transactions. <laughs> that shit doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, that shit just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, pick a reasonable fucking scenario there, guy. Oh, no, one, no one's asking about Darth Vader in pink again. Good God. What a fucking lame-ass excuse. <laughs> That is, that is a, uh, that is a, uh, that is a GOP pundit excuse if I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> really well, what is. about Bill Clinton's uh, womanizing? Huh? I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, but, but what about Activision, guys? 
that's that, that's about that's about all they need to do to just complete the cycle of this. Well, I'm serious. Like, like, just you wait, just you wait until something until they get shit on again for UFC, and they'll be and 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 all of a sudden the what about is well, what about what NBA 2K is doing as far as you know making you basically pay to level up your character? Nobody complains about that. Oh shit! You know you've reached. Uh, you know you've 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 exhausted every lie that you possibly can when whataboutism comes into play. I don't think you'll see that actually happen because these companies tend to not shit on each other because yeah, they work together too much, they, right? Like they all they all go to lunch together, right? It's like Marvel so, in DC. Marvel in DC don't give a fuck what what we think. They out here making money hand over fist. But yeah, but that that's all that EA needs to do though is just throw that out there next time. Oh, well, you know, we're not charging you for expansions here at the Star Wars Battlefront. So, uh, what's the big deal? <laughs> Jackasses. Uh, anyway, well, that is that is our show this week. So next week we will give you our full. It's gonna be a good show because Mike and I are gonna get to talk about Christmas Irish Bunch, and then we are gonna break down the Keelys. Yes, and the whole show and all the winners. Will Jeff Keeley be able to contain himself when he sees his? His BFF, his Bay, Hideo Kojima. Will he? Based, based on his Twitter reaction, probably not. Just probably let you know. Not. Uh, will Will he have a? Will he do a change, a wardrobe change, from before Kojima and then post Kojima? Uh, let me tell you this, uh, Jeff. It is going to be what, what we what we call a dark suit day for <laughs> Jeff Keeley. It's going to be a dark suit day for Jeff Keeley next week. Will he faint because all the blood will rush from his head to his penis? Will, Je- will yes. Jeff Keeley's Will Jeff Keeley's introduction of Hideo Kojima exceed any introduction for any other awards presenter on the show, or for for any presentation of any awards on the show? <laughs> That's a good question. What misplaced uh, musical group will be will be made to perform at the show, and what trailers will we see? And who will who will be shafted when it comes to the awards? We'll we'll talk about all that next week. I love I even even though it's only been two years, I've grown to love our Keeley's wrap up show. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Look, I'm a whore for any award show, and uh, even the Keeley's, man, even the Keeley's. And Terrence will hate it. He he'll he'll be a huge wet blanket on the whole thing. He won't even watch it. He He won't. He he won't. He'll just react. And and this is going to be his reaction for most of it. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> mm, mm, okay so don't forget uh if you're not in our facebook group uh go to densepixels.com slash fans and get in there uh lots of fun discussion happening every day uh leave us a five-star review on itunes if you've not done so yet uh, we will read it on the air if you do uh you can follow us on facebook and twitter at dense pixels make sure you subscribe to the podcast on itunes google play music or youtube or any other podcatcher that you use um I am on Dense Pixels Brad on Twitch. Uh, look for me to stream some Christmas Sire stuff this week. Uh, Terrence is Apparition 410. Uh, Micah is Dense Black Nerd. Maybe he'll figure out how to work his Twitch machine. Uh, yeah, by, by hopping on to your, to, to your game. That's, that's a good how point. you see me on Twitch. Yeah, that's, that's about the only way that you're going to see Mike <laughs> on Twitch. And uh, Carrie is Sup It's Carrie. And uh, yeah, that is all. So we will see you guys next week. Till then. Toodles. Toodles.